Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Melinda and I having a chat from sunny Brisbane. Um, I can throw the weather in straight away because I know people like to hear the weather updates. Um, So uh, sunny, beautiful sunny actually and uh, 21 degrees, very cold winter's day. And I did warn um, that listener um, that you will get that update every week and um, that's what happens when you give Scott something that um, is a positive about his weather updates. But look, we are recording from lockdown here in Brisbane this week. Um, As we all know, Brisbane has gone into a snap short lockdown. Um, It was announced at 10am on Saturday and by 4pm we were in the strictest lockdown that we have experienced since the very start of the pandemic uh, back in March 2020. So, here we are. Um, lockdown was meant to be for three days. It has already been extended um, through until Sunday. So um, this recording will be going up on Thursday, which will be in the middle of that lockdown. So today we're going to talk about what impact the current lockdown may or may not have on the Brisbane market. And we're going to look at what's happened historically based on other lockdowns around the country and um, provide some form of guidance in terms of what we expect we might see. Yeah, so the, ex- the extension to next Sunday or this Sunday coming um, and then we'll see what happens after that. Um, whether it extends again or not will be interesting to see. Um, obviously, we're not in as long at the moment as what Sydney uh, and New South Wales are locked down. But um, yeah, hopefully things lift and we get back to that that normal life that we uh, enjoy up here. Um, it's interesting that we, um, when we look at previous lockdowns, what's happened compared to now, um, and as soon as this was announced on um, Saturday, Saturday we, were, we were out at auctions actually at that time. Um, so we obviously tidied up through the day, got back, and then when we got back into the office Monday morning, um, we were actually having an uh, online meeting with our team. And um, when it was extended, the first thing we actually looked to do was to start to ring around agents and see what they're planning on doing with listings and get an understanding of what's actually going to happen out there as well as um, the advice from REIQ um, to what we are allowed to do um, in this um, in this lockdown period as well. So, so yes, the REIQ or the Real Estate Institute of Queensland is the professional body that um, provides guidance to the industry here in Queensland. Now, they seek instructions from the state government in terms of um, what the industry can and cannot do and obviously provide instructions in terms of what best practice looks like. Now, What we do know right now is that um, property inspections um, can be conducted one-on-one only, which means the real estate agent can only let one person at a time into a property. However, where possible, um, the guidance is that they do also need to be postponed until after lockdown. So, Through the agent calls that um, our team have been making over the last few days, what we do already know is that some agents are holding off all inspections until the lockdown lifts. Other agents are scheduling private appointments for 10 or 15 minutes so that people, buyers can still get through properties Um, to view those properties. Now, that is very dependent on the agent and, of course, very dependent on the seller or the vendor because not 
everyone will want people coming through their home in this time of uncertainty. So there's a bit of a split there, but that's the industry feedback that we are getting through our agent networks right now. Yeah, so a lot of them are, are no, so no photos, no filming um, on the uh, listings that they have at the moment. Um, anything they have done, and this is what I spoke to a couple of agents as well, um, any filming or photos that they have done, if it's a property that's going to auction, they might list it just to get it out there to um, because you've got the auction campaign which will run over several weeks. Um, but if it's a property that's listed for sale, they'll probably hold off listing that property. Um, and yeah, no photo. So it's hard to new listings. It will be very difficult to do anything on that side of it because you won't get the photos. Um, and obviously, then the inspections, as Melinda mentioned, um, it's only private inspections. Some agents. Oh, look, they're, they're going to do some private inspections where they're just opening for a 15-minute time slot um, where you can get in and get out, um, which is a very short, sharp look at the property. Um, but others have just said, look, we'll just hold off until we can actually get back to normal. And the other thing is that um, the REIQ have been very specific about the fact that they are discouraging those um, listing meetings. So where an agent goes to meet with a new seller, um, to provide an appraisal and potentially sign that seller up to sell. Those meetings um, are also not uh, recommended at this time during lockdown either. So there will be a, a holdup, I guess, in new opportunities that may be coming available either off market or on market simply because of the restrictions associated with those listing meetings. And as Scott pointed out, no photography or videography, um, that also holds up that listing process. Obviously, to get a photo listed on the major real estate, um, sorry, to get a property listed on the major real estate portals, you do need photos and you need some sort of um, advertising material. So without having the opportunity to get into a home for that purpose, um, it's unlikely that we're going to see that flow of new listings coming through. So this is a more strict lockdown than we've had previously. The rules here in Southeast Queensland are no visitors are allowed to your home. So not even a family member can come and visit. So we are in the strictest of lockdowns. And hopefully because of that, um, we'll see our case numbers get under control faster and a return to a new um, form of normal sometime soon. So so a couple of things we saw last time, so previously in lockdowns and, and what we're sort of seeing now, um, obviously listings numbers, listing numbers will be down. Um, so that could cause a little bit of a backlog um, in, in properties that are looking to come to the market. Um, the other thing we're seeing um, as buyers agents um, at Streamline here is some agents are actually calling us as well. Um, we did actually secure a property um, yesterday, I think it was signed. Um, we did start negotiations negotiations on that. Um, over the weekend. Over Saturday, I think it was, Friday night, Saturday. Um, went into lockdown. The sellers had actually committed elsewhere. So they were in a position where they really needed to sell. So there was an opportunity there for us to, um, to negotiate um, and, and work really closely with that agent and those sellers to, um, to try and help both the sellers and the buyers in this um, instance actually come out with a good outcome. So there are some sellers that are going to be committed elsewhere. Um, if it's the right property, obviously that's an opportunity um, to work really closely to make sure that they can sell and you can buy as well. So there are those opportunities for that, but I do see, yeah, listing numbers will definitely um, slow down a little bit over this period. Could be that backlog 
Um, so it could be then a good time post lockdown. So yes, um, traditionally what we've learned from previous lockdowns throughout the country is that listing volumes do decline um, and that is a function of the difficulty for real estate agents to meet with vendors and obviously to get those photos as we've pointed out. Um, But what um, coincides or correlates with that is that sales volumes also reduce during lockdowns and that's simply because of the movement restrictions of people. People can't go through the properties, so you don't typically get as many offers being made on properties. Um, A lot of agents will just pause the campaign and wait for the campaign or wait for the lockdown to lift before they um, can get buyers back through, especially right now. Remember, Brisbane is in a market frenzy for every property. There's multiple buyers. Um, I can imagine it would be an absolute nightmare for a sales agent to try and arrange private appointments with every buyer that really does want to get through that property. And obviously their job is to get the best price for a vendor. Um, So getting as many people through the property should be their primary priority. As Scott pointed out, there are opportunities in the current market where people still need to sell. Um, And obviously working directly with agents um, as buyers agents, it gives us an advantage in these types of conditions because um, we are able to get through those properties still um, where it's deemed um, important, especially if a vendor does need to sell. So sales volumes typically will reduce, listing volumes reduce and auctions will also potentially um, reduce. So some auctions will be postponed. Um, Other auctions um, will Uh, be pivoted. Um, They will become online auctions. Now, obviously, for many buyers, that um, can be a little bit um, uncertain, that it it can be a little bit hard to to pivot like that. We're only just getting used to more auctions in Brisbane face-to-face or, you know, at the property or in-house, but um, pivoting again to online auctions, it's just another change for buyers. So ultimately, every sales agent will choose what is going to be best for their sales campaign to get the best price and the best outcome for their vendor. And that's going to depend a lot on the vendor's circumstances and how soon they do need to sell. So um, so on the activity side of it, um, you, you mentioned earlier REIQ. Mm-hmm. Um, if I just jump back onto that, you did say some instructions on that, what we can, what we can't do. Um, at the moment, we are we are quite restricted. Obviously, we need to comply with masks and hand sanitizing. Um, don't touch anything. So Things like building and pest inspections, um, I'm still um, uh, conducting building and pest inspections, um, inspections on properties, private inspections, which we can organise as well, uh, and settlements uh, as well. So pre-settlement inspections and settlements. Um, but again, as we say, you know, we're very careful in what we do. If we are going to those and I'm attending any building and pests or any inspections, we, we mask up, we make sure we wear our mask, we hand sanitise. We we're very careful not to touch anything. Um, you know, you're walking through someone's house, so you've just got to be very respectful and careful not to touch anything at all. Even if you're walking up a set of stairs, don't grab the handrail. Just sit, <laughs> little things like that, put your hands in your pockets if you have to to walk. Um, but just be very careful and respectful for everyone um, for their own space as well. Um, but they're the sort of things that we can do um, Basic- to help buyers. Yeah, basically anything that requires us to comply with a contractual obligation. Remember, there's a lot of buyers that will have already entered contracts prior to the lockdown. Um, Those contracts may be conditional to obtaining a satisfactory building and pest um, inspection outcome, which is why those building and pest inspections are still permitted. Others may be conditional to getting a satisfactory uh, valuation and 
in these instances, valuers are still able to get through properties. Um, obviously, you know, when there's contractual clauses that need to be complied by, that is considered essential according to the advice that um, we've all received within the industry. So those types of inspections on a property are still going ahead. Even things like pre-settlement inspections, um, that is an inspection that does take place for compliance with the pre-settlement obligations. So again, that's something else that our team are still able to do to ensure that there's no delay to settlement for the clients that have already committed to those contracts. So very hard for an interstate buyers. Obviously, you know, it has been for a while, but um, for the interstate buyers, I mean, they just can't get up here at the moment. So people looking to relocate to southeast Queensland and Brisbane um, to buy a to buy a home up here where you can get a quite a large home for a lot less than you do in other states. Um, so people looking to do that or, or investment properties, um, obviously they can't do that. They do rely on um, on locals um, to do that work for them. So obviously that has been in place for a while. What, what we'll probably see as well is a bit of a demand building up um, for properties, I think. With, with those listings um, being held back, there could be a bit of a build up as well. Yeah, we definitely expect to see pent up demand. Um, you know, the buyers that are unable to transact during a lockdown period, then they don't go away. They just sit on the sidelines and they're waiting in the wings for when things open back up. Um, so, you know, that FOMO builds up, as we've talked about in previous weeks, there's a lot of buyers that do have FOMO in Brisbane. Um, they have been stretching that little bit further every time they miss out just to try and secure a property. And that's putting a lot of that upward pressure on prices. Um, however, it's it's equally likely that we'll not only see that pent-up demand um, come back into the market after lockdown, but we'll also see that lag in the new listings that will be held off hopefully come to the market as well. So we're hoping that, you know, the higher demand post-lockdown um, will also coincide with uh, a lot of listings that come to the market all at once, hopefully giving buyers that little bit more choice. So um, that's what we have experienced in past in the past. Um, that's what previous lockdowns have sort of shown uh, can happen. But of course, every lockdown is different. Um, in Brisbane right now, we are dealing with the Delta variant um, and it will come down to how quickly we can control the spread as to you know what the longer term impact might be. Yeah, so I think um, it, it's interesting. I think the last, I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before or whenever it was that we were talking about in the podcast and saying the the upcoming spring season, um, and, and we were quite uh, positive about that and saying that we, you know, we think we've got that crystal ball here we're looking at um, that um, there might be a lot more listings coming up. It'll be really interesting to see if the agents doing all this work, and I, and I think now they'll be on the phone. Um, they will literally be on the phone and they'll be ringing around trying to get new listings um, and build up that that uh, listing base there ready to go, possibly for that spring season. So if we come out of this lockdown, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a big build-up. Obviously, that demand and the buyers are still there, but I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, listing numbers do um, come onto the market around that spring season and we do see a bit of a flurry of, um, of properties as well. Yeah, every lockdown does enable everybody just to um, spend time doing the things that they probably should be doing. But it has been such a busy market that a lot of agents may not have had as much time as they normally would to, you know, drum up that 
that pre-listing activity because of the buyer demand for any listings that they have got and just dealing with the volume of buyers and making sure that those buyers are updated in terms of, you know, the sales campaign that's on foot. But, you know, what we will also see, a lot of sellers who may have been looking to list in the next week or two, they may actually hold off their decision to list as well just until this period of uncertainty passes. Um, It's not uncommon to see that, you know, in periods of uncertainty, people pause and they wait and they they always look to see, you know, what does this mean for me? What impact will this have on me? Um, and we'll make the decisions once we've got some more certainty. So we'll definitely be seeing a trend for people just to hold off that decision to list their property until we do come out the other side and there's more optimism around the immediate future. So so I guess when, when we have these, <clears throat> these lockdowns and, and people are, you can't, pardon me, you can't do your, your normal thing. Um, if you're looking at buying property, I think the best tips now, whilst you've got this opportunity, is to make the most of it. Um, and, and probably some tips that we can probably give you um, into preparing if you're thinking of purchasing that home, um, purchasing an investment property, whatever it may be, um, probably the best tips are take advantage of this opportunity now uh, and get yourself ready. Yeah, so what does getting ready actually look like? Um, We have a lot of inquiry through our business Streamline Property Buyers from people who um, are, you know, wanting to purchase a home or an investment property in Brisbane um, and they're reaching out to us and having a conversation with us, but they're not ready. And what do I mean by not being ready? Well, the very first thing that most buyers need to do is to be prepared financially. So that is to speak to a mortgage broker or to your bank around your financial capacity. Um, I think a lot of people underestimate the times or the time frame required to get finance ready. Banks are still quite strict in terms of their assessment criteria and the amount of information that you need to supply to be finance ready um, can be overwhelming and it can be very time consuming. So uh, one of the best things that you can do during this time is connect with a mortgage broker um, and make sure that you are prepared to make a purchase and that your finance is ready to go. The other thing that we would always advise because we are in a competitive market, even post lockdown, we expect that competition to remain high throughout Brisbane. Um, Make sure that you're working with a bank Um, or advising your broker that you're wanting to work with a bank that has quick turnaround times because that will make a difference when you're submitting offers on a property, especially under multiple offer. Um, Even if you are bidding at auction, um, we are seeing some auction campaigns. I saw an auction campaign last week in the inner north by um, an agent. It was a seven-day auction campaign. Now, that would have been unheard of Um, you know, 18 months to two years ago, all auction campaigns in Brisbane were typically four weeks in duration. Now we're starting to see very quick campaigns for auction. And if you're not finance ready, you would not be able to bid in those circumstances. So best tip number one, get finance ready, connect with your mortgage broker or your bank and be prepared to make a purchase with finance ready to go. Yeah, you can't, I mean, that's, as you said, that is the number one thing. You just need to know what you can afford. Um, if you don't know how much you can actually, what your borrowing capacity is, um, you, you're not ready to go at all. Um, so you really need to get get that set up, get started, have that base ready to go. Then the next step is obviously to make a bit of a plan. Um, you need to understand if, if you're not getting professional help, um, you need to try and work out where you're going to buy, what it is, 
um, and, and what the property is. Um, people reach out to us. Um, they book a discovery call with us. Um, that's where we have that chat with them um, and we talk about it. And then from there, the next steps are to, um, to have that strategy and that plan in place. Yeah, so if you're a home buyer, for example, it's really prioritising your target locations. And once you know where you want to buy, get very clear on what properties are worth in that location. And when I say what properties are worth, it's what are those properties selling for today? Now, you can research um, information on the sold tab on major real estate portals to get an understanding of what properties have sold for in the past. However, it's absolutely critical that you understand the price growth that has occurred in a location since those sales have settled. Uh, Brisbane, the data came out again yesterday from CoreLogic. Um, we have seen price growth in the housing sector maintain growth momentum at 2.2% per month again um, up to the end of July for that's been consistent for the last three months. So if you're not factoring in that additional growth, um, you really are not going to be hitting the mark in terms of what you need to pay in today's values, not four months or sorry, four weeks ago or eight weeks ago. That's no longer relevant. The other thing to keep in mind is that the median growth for all of Greater Brisbane is not necessarily representative of the growth in a specific suburb. And so monitoring trends in suburb at suburb level um, is also very important because the CoreLogic data also confirms that the top end of the market is growing at more than double the pace um, compared with the lower end of the market in Brisbane. So if you are not aware of that and if you're shopping in a price point that is the top end of the market, you may miss out if you're relying on last month's information. So I think that, look, that that's a very hot tip I think that one there um so as, as you've said then basically Melinda is have a look at the sold tab well you can do it on greater Brisbane growth per month um some areas as you've mentioned in that higher market you'll probably be um you're probably a little bit incorrect so you need to put that extra percentage that buffer on it add that percentage onto it to that sold tab whatever it is how long ago it was sold add that per month and that gives you a bit of a guide roughly of what it is, but then obviously the demand out there with the um, the other buyers, you might need a little bit more of a stretch factor in it. So people, it's just planning and understanding what it is. Make sure you set your expectations where they need to be, because people are looking at sold tabs and saying, "Oh, I can get into that suburb for that much," and the property's selling over. They're getting really frustrated that the prices are going higher. So you've just got to move with the market and understand what the market is in the current day not historically what it has been, what it has sold for in the past. Yeah, you've used an excellent um, term there, um, expectations. Setting realistic expectations up front is absolutely critical. You do not want to be riding the back part of a wave when you're trying to find um, a property in an area or you might find after two or three months of looking, you are priced out of that suburb. So um, understanding realistic expectations up front is really critical. Obviously, if you're an investor, there's a lot of other things that you would also need to start looking at doing to prepare. Um, the first is get advice in terms of how you need to buy, whether that's in your own names, whether that's in um, the company name, in a trust structure, um, having upfront advice from your accountant to understand the best entity structure is the first step. 
once you understand that, get clear on your strategy. Ensure that what you're wanting to buy, that is the investment strategy that you choose, actually aligns with your individual tax strategy and that you match the finance strategy to your overall outcomes. That's absolutely critical. It's something that we talk about with every single investor client that comes through Streamline through our strategy sessions because it's not a one-size fits all. But once you are clear on your strategy, then you can use selection criteria to target the location, select the suburbs. And then with the due diligence process that you should be following, um, you can select locations within the suburb to get down to the types of properties that will match your investment strategy. So that's really important. These are all things that you can do in preparation for when we do come out of lockdown, um, when we do expect there will be you know, potentially more listings that have been held back that come through, but you need to be ready to jump on the good ones because there will also be that pent up demand from a lot of other buyers who have also been sitting on the sidelines and waiting for this to happen. Yeah, I, I guess the only other thing to have a, a brief think about, and, and this is probably like home buyers looking to buy in a certain location. We've always said you can, um, you can't change the location, but you can change the house. Um, same with investors, I guess, in a way as well. Just whether or not something to consider is whether you'd buy in that location and be prepared to do a little bit of work to improve the property. Um, that's something you'd obviously have to consider when you start to do your funds and your, um, your planning ahead as well. Yeah, and I think one thing that um, I know a couple of people have been asking me this week, well, will this cause prices to fall? Do you think that the lockdown will cause you know prices to drop? Look, to be absolutely honest, <laughs> lockdowns um, really from experience, from history that we can now see and, and numbers we can now look at, what they do is they pause the market activity. They don't cause um, buyers to stop wanting to buy. They don't cause sellers to, you know, rapidly want to sell. To see prices fall, what we would need to see is a rapid increase in the number of sellers that bring their property to the market, which causes a massive increase in the supply of property to sell, or we'd need to see a massive decline in the number of buyers that are looking to buy, which causes a massive decline in the demand for property. Neither of these things are things that we expect will happen off the back of any lockdowns. Um, so, you know, the answer to that question, do we think that the market in Brisbane will drop because of the lockdown uh, right now? No, uh, we're still early days. If it goes on for months, then, you know, the demand and supply drivers might change, but certainly not um, for the immediate future based on the short, sharp lockdown that they are predicting at the moment. Well, I think we've covered a fair bit there. Um, the COVID lockdown, bit of some tips, some updates. Um, the EC has been cancelled this year, unfortunately, in Brisbane. Um, for those that aren't locals, uh, that's our um, that's our show. As you can tell, we're in lockdown. We've got our dog that um, stuck at home, and 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 even kids homeschooling. So it all it is all very different. Um, but look, I'll let Melinda wrap it up um, as usual. Take care, everyone. Um, we will be in. Talking again next week. I'll give you another weather update, no doubt. We, we'll see how we go. I might keep that weather to myself occasionally, but um, it's been good chatting. Um, I hope uh, everyone takes care uh, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now. Yeah, I'm glad that um, Millie, our puppy, has also joined the podcast today to say hello to you all. She obviously wants some attention whilst we are recording this podcast in lockdown. But um, look, hopefully by the time we are talking to you again next week, the lockdown restrictions will have been lifted and it will be, you know, back to some form of normal here in Brisbane. But between now and then, um, I hope that you have taken some of these tips if you are looking to buy um, and you can actually start to prepare yourself for when we do come out of lockdown. 
Um, in the meantime, take five minutes of your day, if you can find that, to leave us a review. Let us know what you think of our podcast. We always enjoy reading some of those reviews that are being sent through. Happy to also receive your questions for our next Q&A podcast that we will be recording in the weeks ahead. Um, Thank you so much for listening again and we'll look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.